Hey there, hi there, ho there. Just checking in with you here before the show. Um, just so you know, we uh, the entire time we were recording, we were wondering if we're going to have a special guest. Uh, we, we mentioned it in passing a couple times, and uh, uh, we get into the last segment of the show um, where I was about to ask Brian about some extracurricular activities that he did while he was in prison, and we got the go-ahead for the guest. Uh, so... Just wanted to give you a heads up of what was going on there. Um, uh, the uh, the guest that we have, her name is Courtney. She has a daughter. Uh, she'll get into it, but uh, the daughter had some art that she uh, posted at the school uh, that she goes to, and it has kind of struck a chord with some politicians in the area. So stick around for that at the very end of the podcast. Um, we didn't give much of a setup for that, uh, so I wanted to do that here at the uh, opening of the show. It's a very interesting conversation. Uh, so, you know, like I said, stick around, listen to the end, um, because, man, what's happening up in Leavenworth right now, I, I, we think it might be... Uh, we think it might be getting ready to, to kind of blow up a little bit. Um, it'll be interesting to pay attention to. Uh, looking forward to having her back on to talk about it. So stick around to the end and enjoy the show. Check, check. How do you sound? Mm, 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 mm. Man, dude, I'm still trying to get all that shit out of my uh, chest and... and uh, Sinuses, one, two. Oh, I hear myself on the first try. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. We're in. A boom, boom, boom. Chicka, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Gotta get that. 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 I'm trying to remember the rest of those lyrics. Boom, boom. Do you remember? He got that boom, boom, pow. He think the booty do now. This is time for a start. A little podcast right now. It's a boom, boom, do you think you're 2008, but you're 2000 and late? Ooh, killing those lyrics. You're listening to Try to Podcast. Show about an aspiring comedy in the next con trying to start over and make good after years of fucking it up. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy. That's right. Yes, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for coming today. Thank you. We got a full house in here. Yeah. Full, full house. house huh? Yes, full house. Cut it out. Oh, dude. <laughs> Cut it out. Full house. Oh, oh, hi. Oh, and, and look who it is. The Who's the woman who was on a show that went to prison? What was her name? She helped. She cheated and helped get people into college. Oh, such a criminal. I can such picture her criminal. name. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. She's not important. Not at all. Felon. So not um, as important as we are, man. I got to tell you right now, I have had Nola brain all week, but are at, you the, at out? the same time, no, no, not checked out, but, but not, but I've actually been super focused and I'm kind of proud of myself because <laughs> I, I really typically, <laughs> this is when I really phone it in, you know, this what, is when I really, what you're saying is boss. I could be really bad right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like could. it's okay. I mean, you're I could lucky. Be. You're lucky. It's expected. I'm even here. Because I'm about to go on vacation for a week, and that means I should technically be mentally on vacation the previous week, and yep. don't expect too much of me the week when I return. <laughs> oh yeah, especially after New Orleans, dude. I'm so so. The thing is, I've just been very productive, getting stuff done, and and and, and trying to get ready for this trip. And 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 I know you guys at home do not care because you're not coming with us, but we wish you were. Yeah, wouldn't that be? No, I wouldn't want them there. No, but but but, <laughs> but here we are. We're dropping an episode anyway. 
That's so right. We're, we're leaving next this, week. Uh, Friday. God damn, I'm, I am messing with the volumes. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm volumes. messing with the volumes too because I'm being loud. There we go. That sounds better. That looks better. Everything is good. Um, speaking of comedians, Dave Coulier. Uh, yeah. I think that open mic that we did last week mm. might have been the most fun I've had doing stand-up in a very long time. Wow. It was. It, yeah. It actually was the most fun. Um, whenever you know, I love the big show we do at at, at the Vineyard. I, I mean, the big show. The, yeah. The the big show we do at the Vineyard. Which, by the way, we have one coming up next month um, on the 7th of April with Anime Smith, Kaylee Carr, uh, Evan uh, Golt. That's right. And, and us. And us. And, and you know, that's great to get the, the, the paid um, headliners and featured acts in there because you can tell that they've put in the reps. You can tell that oh my they God. got their shit down. And Did I mention... That uh, everybody knew their time. They knew their time. Did they I mention that time. on the show? Yes, yes, you did. I did? It, yeah. was, it was amazing. How they just knew know. where they're at because like, oh, I know that I, I know what I can do, and like uh, twenty five minutes is probably going to be uh, is going to be it. And then by by the end, as he was like pulling out his cards to say, "All right, I'm done. I'm going to be selling these magnets." Boom, twenty five minutes. It's and, just amazing. And, and, and that's one thing you know that a lot of people don't realize when you watch thirty minutes or an hour of a comedian. So let's say in in in, in a thirty minute uh, comedy show. Let's say that at the the that he does twenty jokes. Well, he went through a hundred and fifty jokes <laughs> until he found out, you know, the twenty that work. Oh yeah, and Absolutely. then you work on the ones that work, and and that's you can tell that these people have put in the time, and they're not even. Oh, by the way, I watched Chris Rock's new comedy special. Did you? Yeah, I didn't watch it. It so Chris Rock because you had to watch it live, right? Well, so I, I don't. I, I I've think, been assuming that they're going to release I, it otherwise. I think but. you can watch it still, but it was a it was a worldwide streaming broadcast. Yeah. So we watched it at the same time the audience did. Man, I love Chris Rock, but it's the worst one ever. Was it? Did I, he focus on Will Smith too much? Just a little bit at the end, you know. But I, I don't think it was too much. But it's just like, in a way, I think that um, social media and everything kind of ruins comedy because. Every, I mean, really, there aren't any jokes that haven't been talked about. All you can do is find material and then have your own angle on it because right. everything's been touched. I don't know, man. Uh, cannibalism, I don't know how much that's uh, well, been touched. So you, <laughs> yeah, get on it. Keep working that one. because. But you know what? I just felt like he wasn't comfortable. Um, and, and, and here I am. I'm just doing open mic nights. But right. I think that most people would agree that... Chris Rock has always been groundbreaking, and oh my God, I can't believe he said that. And this, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. well, you know, or maybe we, we're, we're just our sensitivity is gone. I think it, I think a lot of it is, and this happens to rappers, it happens to actors, when you're no longer grinding, yeah, and yeah. like it's just expected that you're gonna have a new special, yeah. and everything is easy for you. Aside from getting slapped in the face in front of hundreds sure. of millions of people. Sure. Uh, but I mean, ultimately, his life is better because of comedy, right? Oh, yeah. It, and it and he be. kept talking about it, kept talking oh, about how much money he had, talking see, about rich, talking about the schools his daughters go to. I'm like, dude, how in the fuck is this a comedy show? How is this relatable? Yeah. And that's what you see when, when comedians get really successful. They start talking, like, like, their observations start to become like, oh, gosh, I was traveling in first class the other yeah. day, and blah, oh, blah, uh, blah. The country club only had yeah. one kind Have of. Have you ever noticed dressing? every time you walk into a country club, <laughs> and blah, blah, blah? It's like, okay. Gold is so affordable. I'm, I'm sure this is. Gold <laughs> is 
is so affordable. <laughs> I'm sure this is hilarious to your rich comedy friends. Yeah. But it's it's no longer relatable. Yeah. And like back when they were first starting off, they're with their comedy friends. Yes. Yes. But they're living they four up, people in an apartment. Poor. Yes. It's sharing ramen noodles. Yeah. You know, stuff yeah. like that. And, and dude, he was talking about money. A lot, yeah, a lot. And see, I didn't even it watch was, it. It was it was uncomfortable. I didn't even watch it, and I knew that was probably going to be the case. It was uncomfortable. But uh, as far as our open mic went, uh, I think the reason why oh my God, yeah. I, I liked it so much is uh, is a it was the jump that I was looking for into hosting. Um, but the reaction that we got from the open micers that were there, yeah. they seemed to really enjoy yes. it. Yeah, that was great um, to see. Uh, but also like I got to do some crowd work. I hadn't done crowd work. Dude, I was yeah. just talking about crowd work yesterday. It's scary. Yeah. It did got into it, did it. Yeah, like like as an open micer, you only have five minutes. You've got stuff that you want to talk about, so you don't have the opportunity. I mean, I see open micers do crowd work from time to time, but at the same time I'm like what are you doing? Yeah, what like, are you doing? You're supposed to be practicing your craft at this point. Yeah. And, and maybe part of your craft is, is crowd work. But I I have always been the, the type of person who's like, I want to get up there. I want to test my material out. And uh, I want to hone it. I want to try new stuff. I want to uh, add stuff to my to my old bits and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't want to get in the serious business of comedy right now. But um, hosting, I had the extra opportunity to actually, you know, work the crowd a little bit yeah and that was a it was it was a ton of fun the the new stuff that i tried out worked i think it popped the cannibal (laughs) the cannibal one i think worked out pretty well um what'd you think about the uh dude the the credit card dude that that was my favorite one yeah that was my favorite one because so true i couldn't tell people got it today i think you just messed wordsmith a little bit and it's great because it's exactly what it is it's like wait 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 okay 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 okay. it just gets real aggressive and i couldn't tell if anybody i was screaming so much dude doing my impression that that i couldn't tell if anybody was uh dude that was good that's that's one of my favorite ones oh and also the sonic bit the sonic bit that's very specific to leavenworth i don't know if i could use that anywhere else no no they're they're actually that's actually something they're trying to put into college um, college town. Oh, really? I yeah. figured that might be the case. Yeah, but but nobody ever uses it. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, there's a Sonic in Leavenworth. First of all, there's another Sonic another block away. Yeah, there's is two it like Sonics. Starbucks or something so in Leavenworth? There's, 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 Do people just, like Sonic so much in Leavenworth? People in Leavenworth love fast food, dude. <laughs> you could build a McDonald's across from the McDonald's, and they both have a line around the corner. But this this Sonic has like a playground area, like you would see at like a McDonald's back in the day. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and then like right behind that, with all the Sonic decoration and, and whatnot uh facade there there's a volleyball court a, a sand, sand volleyball, volleyball court sand volleyball and i just I, it, it struck me as funny and so i just did a little, did a little you know bit what about used it. to be there huh. was a little um kind of a shitty hotel and there was just like an in-ground swim pool is like right there like on the main strip 11 where like really like and i gotta say so back in the day at zephyr guys would have their women on the streets get a room there and they weren't second shift. They'd sneak through the trees because Zephyr's on the other side of those trees. Oh, is it? They'd sneak through those trees. I've always hotel, wondered where, where Zephyr was. You know, get it on and then walk back through the trees again. Another thing is in the afternoon, whenever people were getting off work, uh, you know, in the prison bus was driving people back to the prison. You know, they would always be rubbernecking to see if there was women out there. Or uh... Because one time. One time in the history of all the days ever, there was a four that was out there. A four, four out of five? A four. No. Four out of ten was out there, but she had a dark tan. So from that day on, they were all gawking, waiting to see another woman at the pool. It never That's happened. hilarious. It never happened. I'm sure that the person who saw it 
has probably been released from prison and it's just a it's just a a, a, a rumor at that point that's been passed down from generation <laughs> to generation exactly. amongst the inmates yeah, the one time it was christy brinkley do you know who she is <laughs> she was sunbathing at that pool the lady from christmas vacation or from vacation is that who it was <laughs> no uh it was it was and also uh yes she was married to uh billy joel uptown girl all right uh we are live on oh, Facebook. we're live. We're live on Facebook. Oh no, we are recording right now. Um, uh, because we we thought it would be fun to test out Yingling because everyone, everybody in Kansas City is freaking out is talking about, about Yingling. This. I'll, like, I'll tell a story about it here pretty soon. Yeah, but Yingling. So so last night I go to Buffalo Wild Wings to pick up the uh, to pick up some Wangs. Wangs. Yeah, some Can Wangs. Can you spell Wangs for me? W A N G S. All and right. I'm, you know, I've already heard Yingling so many times, and for some reason, when I hear the word Yingling, I think automatically in my mind, I think of like um, that delicacy, like the Asians eat, like where they split open an egg, and it's like it's like the like a fetus of a bird, like and they eat it. I don't hmm. know. What the, for some reason, I think I'm always thinking that that's what it is. So you think that is what a a, a, yingling, a, a yingling is? is an egg that you crack open and yeah, there's like half a baby called, in there. Like, like in Asian countries, they eat them. I think it's called Yingling. Is it really? I know. I have Dude, no idea. Dude, damn it. Don't fuck with me. I have no idea. But come to find out, it's a beer. Everybody has been talking about this. Yeah, and I have a, a kind of a unique um, uh, back, not backstory, but I've got a unique situation here where uh, years and years ago, I was down in Tampa for training, and uh, it was like 2009, and uh, I couldn't, uh, here, let me switch this around. Back then, I couldn't drive for the company because uh, in 2007, I had a DUI. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so I couldn't drive for the company, so I was relying on the hotel uh, to take me from place to place. Jesus Christ, I can't believe I was doing this. But the the uh, the shuttle that would like take you to the airport, um, they were taking me to the training facility. And so I was talking to the guy, and I was like, hey, man, you know, craft beer, it's 2009. You got anything fun that, uh, that I can try down here in Tampa? And he's like, yeah, man, Yingling. Yingling is, is like based out of Tampa. It's the oldest brewery in America. Uh, it's one of our favorite places down here. So I was like, okay, cool, I'll try it. And time and place, I was down there at the hotel all by myself. Uh, I was actually the only person in training. So um, I tried it, and I kind of liked it. It was all right. It was pretty good. And then a few years after that, uh, I was working in Cleveland and Cleveland, the entire city of Cleveland, just like Kansas City, was freaking out for Yingling. And so I was like, OK, I'll try it again. You know, it's, it's been a while and it was awful, awful. I was way off, by the way, a bullet, <laughs> a bullet, a bullet. It's a it's a so it's pretty much a fertilized you know, inside of we are holding our phones up to yeah, each other. Yeah, hold the phones up to each other. But for some reason, somebody misinformed. The name is not right. It's yeah, a, it is not Yingling. Yeah, a bullet. A bullet. <laughs> yes. So anyway, okay. but yes, yeah, so so, Yingling is a beer. Everybody's talking about it. It is. Uh, it, it just released in Kansas City, so I saw it today. And we are trying to podcast, and so we try things. So we decided to try this. And again, um, this is the oldest brewery in America. Uh, it, it was one of the largest breweries in America as well. But I never understood why it was considered part of the craft boom, because it's an old beer. It's an old lager. It, it's not a craft beer, as you would uh, as, as you would typically uh, refer to it. Um, but Brian, together, here we go. I yes, poured you so a little glass all, because he's dieting. Let me cleanse my palate with this Tito's. Okay, <laughs> Oh, turtle, which isn't a real word either. Turtle's I, not a word. I keep using fake words. <laughs> okay, here we go. You're pretty good at it. Here we Yingling. go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay. Ah, it's just 
Oh. It tastes like a skunk's asshole. Ah. You oh, you seem to be a fan. What do you think? You know me, Jeremy. I'm a uh, Mick Ultra guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot that you do like shitty beer. Okay. I I like this. So as far as shitty beers go. Okay. I like this to drink, but I wouldn't like it with food. I think it would be too powerful with food. Interesting. I like, I like to eat with Mick Ultra because and Bushlight. And you Mick, know that you're you're serious about your Mick Ultra because you call it Mick Ultra. Yeah. Well, I know that's what because that's what bartenders call it, but. Oh, I do not like it. I can tell wow, you that's actually good. Okay. All right. Well, I, I can tell you as an alcoholic, most <laughs> booze gets drank in this house. This will not get drank anymore. And this is a person who, when I, when I went to Tampa and I came back, I was telling everybody about Yingling. I was well, telling everybody it. how amazing it is. I'll drink it. Just and I after was, the trip. I have never been wronger in my life. <laughs> this is good. You like it? It's good. Mm. And you know, I hate jumping on bandwagons. I don't like what other people like. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on Facebook Live. But it may everybody. be the Tito's. Try try it out for yourselves, and uh, maybe you'll like it. I don't know. Maybe maybe you have a dumb palate too, and you'll the like Tito's it. Tito's is good. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Uh, there you go. We just accomplished two things at once. We were recording a podcast. We did that. We a ch- bullet. Three things. A bullet or a balut. Balut. I, I, a bullet. I'm going to say ball it. Yeah, but it's... That's probably wrong. You crack the <laughs> shell open and there's feathers in it. I've legs. seen those before. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, this, yeah they, they like pickle it inside the egg somehow. Woo! Yeah, not good. I'm not a fan. No, me neither. All right, well, there's Yingling. Yingling. Um, Dex has 15 staples in his neck. Dude, you sent me that pic the other day, and I was like, what the fuck? He was just fine the other day. I know. Well, the thing what is... What happened? I had just confirmed with my sister that she was okay with watching Oscar and Dexter at the same time in oh, one place. Oh, they had a blast. In one place. It would have been awesome. Uh, but then, um, you know, he's got those 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 bumps underneath his skin. You've, you've felt oh, them yeah, in yeah, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has one, like, on his side, on his He's got rib. one on his back. He's got one on his rib. And he had one up right where his collar goes. And, uh, you know, I had actually just taken him. I forgot about this. I had just taken him to the doctor. Dude, this is like our conversation with the with the uh, goddamn refrigerator the, the other day. Which, by the way, I replaced that little heater that goes in yes. there. Uh, it, it worked for like 24 hours and then pfft, done. It's not working again. Dude. Couldn't possibly be my craftsmanship. No. Not at all. Anything but that. Yeah, it couldn't be it. But um, I had taken him in a couple weeks ago because he had one on his ear. You've seen the one on his ear? Oh that yeah, big fucking yeah, boil on his ear. Not, it's gonna yeah. have a hole in his ear. And they're like, well, you know, unfortunately, it's on such a thin spot on his body that if we cut it out, he's gonna have a hole in his ear. So we're like, okay. And he's, he said it might go away. And I'm like, so what do you, what do we do? And he said, uh, if it gets bigger, come back. And I'm like, but if it gets bigger, and we come back, that's gonna be a bigger hole in his ear, right? Yes, yes. Like, it, and like I said, it's gonna be like those. People get their gauges out, and they just have those this big sagging saggy. ears with a with a freaking hole. He in looks it. like he was goth in two thousand two. That was back from his <laughs> bad days. Before we adopted him, he was very into goth. So yeah, so like a week later, I'm I'm giving him his, his chest pets because that's what I always do, and uh, I feel like I, I I'm always looking for those lumps, and I I found it, and like it was crusty, and I was like, oh god, and I'm feeling it, and it's it seems huge. And so I start to peel away at the crusty hairs. Oh, man. And it opens up the wound. Oh, dude. And I could just see down inside. I was like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, my God. And so uh, I realized that we should probably do something about this. And uh, it, and I think it actually got bigger and infected 
because like he, he he scratched it or something and it it made the boil or the cyst pop mm. and then i think it bled as well but it was in like such an area with his collar being right there and stuff like that that this, it scabbed over really quickly but it, anyway it got infected and uh i took him in and at first I was like, okay, no big deal. I just want them to clean it up. Yeah. Because if it's infected, I just want them to like open it up, flush it, put some antibiotics in there and, you know, call it good. Come to find out, he's been there for like an hour and the doctor calls me and he's like, hey, this is worse than we thought it was. Uh, it, it must have grown a lot now, since the last time you were here. Um, it's like almost down to his muscle. Mm. I was like, okay, so what do we need to do? He said, we need, we need to actually put him under and cut this thing out and like he's going to get a bunch of stitches. And I was like, okay, whatever it takes. I mean, I, I wanted to cut these type of things out previously anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like be proactive on it. Um, and it comes, come to find out when it's an emergency situation like this, it's much more expensive. Oh, of course it is. Oh, interesting. So if we were proactive about it yeah. and just cut all three of them out at the same time, yeah, let's just it probably would have been, just as just as expensive as, as it was to do the 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 expensive version of this, which is instead of cutting it out and just taking because have you ever seen those pimple popping films? I can't do it. You know, the, as a matter of fact, there's a memory of you and I watching. One, oh yeah, our, our reaction video yeah. of us watching one of those. I I, I follow Doctor Pimple Popper on TikTok. Yeah, I don't do that. And like there are these big old cysts that you can you can cut them open and pull the entire sack out. Oh, and so God. it doesn't it doesn't have to pop, and that is much cleaner and I think probably much more sanitary. So it's, it's just, it's just easier. It's like doing repairs in your vehicle versus totaling it. Yeah. And then having to like fix the frame and stuff like that. If you would have just gone in and like buffed out the bumper anyway, bad, bad, bad. Uh, it's a bad simile. Yeah. I apologize. It's all right. But anyway, um, I was pretty pissed about that. So, uh, we go and pick him up and he's got 15 staples, staples going Damn across it, his neck. And uh, they're like, well, uh, we can't put a cone on there because it's where the cone would go. Oh, it's right there. Um, so what you need to do is like, like cut a, uh, we cut your sweatpants and just like put it over his, uh, put it over like like Lord a turtle, like do, a mock man. turtleneck, right? And so yeah. I found an old um, uh, knit cap and tried to put it on there, but it, it it just got too flexy. It wasn't, it lost its elasticity and stuff like that. So then we found a scarf and we wrapped it around there. And then today, I finally just broke down and went to Ace and got like an Ace bandage. Uh, not Ace. I went to uh, CVS and got an Ace bandage. I, I went to Ace and got Ace a CVS hardware, bandage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I wrapped that around there and then put the scarf back over it. But it's just, it's one of those things. Again, it's like, hey, guys, I was just in here asking you about these cysts. And you said, don't worry about it. Yeah. And now here we are. It's infected. And now you got to cut it out. It's going to cost me way more. I almost said, like, why don't you cut the other ones out while you got yeah, them? Yeah, you got them down. Just take them out. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I'm just like, hey, guys, why why, why not? Why not do what I asked you to do the first time? Yeah, poor dude, man. Poor dude. And then dude. it turns into this thing. And, of course, we're going on vacation next week. He's got yep. two weeks where he's got to, you know, he can't go on walks. Uh, we've got to make sure he's not scratching those those staples out. And, uh <sighs> Yeah, and so now uh, he can't, you know, have Oscar come over here and play with him while we're gone because he's he, he can't move. Like him running up and down the stairs, that's too much. But but he would try to if Oscar. Oh, absolutely, did. And Oscar wouldn't allow him to stay still. Absolutely, those those two 
are batshit insane with each other. Yeah, they are. Just, they're, they're like stepbrothers. They're like yeah, Will they Ferrell are. and John C. Riley. Yeah, activities. We got so much room for activities. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that that was fun. Seven hundred bucks down the drain for assist. That again, I wanted oh, them to take God. it away. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Fucking, fucking bullshit. Damn it. So go find me for do. What do you want to talk about next? Uh, I, I've got a question for you about prison, or we could talk about Mission Impossible because I'm rewatching that and I've got theories. Well, go ahead. We'll wrap up with prison. Go ahead and go right. in on it. So, as I mentioned last week, I'm I'm, I'm wanting to continue to rewatch movies or you know watch <laughs> such a stupid. Uh, it's pretty much a New Year's resolution. Could you imagine anybody else saying, like, my New Year's resolution is to watch more movies? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. It's so stupid. Don't, no, don't, don't do weight loss. Don't yeah. do other shit. Like, just do something. Like, that, other, other people are avoiding you know watching you can do. so many movies, right? Yeah, yeah, you know you can do this. Yeah, but I've, 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 you know, gotten so addicted to my phone, so addicted to, you know, everything on my phone that, like, yeah. uh, and it was kind of always hard for me to watch movies anyway, uh, just, you know, keeping my attention. My, my wife is always like, how do you watch anything without me? Because I'll try to, like, reference something in, uh, in a movie or a TV show. I don't know the characters' names. I don't know their occupation. I don't know anything about them. I'm always just like, Woody Harrelson's character, you know? And she's just like, he's got a name. And I'm like, yeah, Woody. It's like, no, 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 he's got a name in the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, right now, like, like, I'm looking at my phone because I'm waiting to see if our potential guest is going to respond. Yeah. But, dude, I fucking hate my phone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like my iPhone. But, sure. I mean, I just hate looking at it. I don't like being on. And I think that, uh, I think prison probably did that to me. Like, oh, yeah? I just got out of prison and, like, everybody was locked up on their phone. You see everybody. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, I've been waiting phone. to experience all this shit out here, and you guys are just looking at your phones. Right, right. So, actually, last night I was in the middle of watching Mission Impossible 2, and I, I, I left my phone upstairs. And I, the urge. The urge. And when I'm watching movies a lot of times, it's not like I'm on TikTok or something like that getting yeah. distracted. It's, oh, who is that? Dandy Newton. Where do I know Dandy Newton from? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Rock IMDb and Roll. And and yeah. Just go down a rabbit hole, and before I know it, oh, yeah, dude, I missed the last 10 AD, minutes. ADD, man. Oh, yeah. All day. All day. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm watching Mission Impossible 2 last night. I set a timer, 30 minutes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Go get my phone. I'm not going to, you know, like have my phone next to me, and, yeah. but I'm going to, uh, uh, no, it's going to be upstairs. I'm not going to, and like things were happening in the movie. Were you able to pay attention to the movie or were you thinking about the fact that the timer was ticking and you didn't have your phone? I was able to, so the first 10 minutes were rough. <laughs> <laughs> first 10 minutes, kept looking at my yeah. phone, kept looking at my phone, but then uh, it got to the uh, the scene of Mission Impossible 2, the the uh, the horse racing scene where they're like at a horse racing track and it's really intense. Tandy Newton is a uh, is a thief, um, and she kind of unwittingly got into the impossible mission. Okay, and uh, so she's like trying to steal an envelope out of the big bad's uh, uh, left of breast pocket. Okay, and uh, like he's got henchmen lo- looking after him and stuff like that, and Tom Cruise is like out in the. Uh, uh, He's in a different section. He's like got binoculars and they're kind of talking to each other through the earpieces that they have. And it's a really intense scene. That was like a 20 minute scene. And by the time that ended, I was like, sweet. I should be close to 30 minutes now. I was, I was <laughs> at 32. I was like, yes, yes. And yeah. so then I, I went upstairs and I, I, when I tell you how good it felt to look up Tandy Newton on IMDb, <laughs> Because the, what goes through my head, my ADD ra- ravished head is Okay, I know her from Rock and Rolla, and in Rock and Rolla, she was like an aging uh, temptress. Okay. Right? And I was like, well, 
rock and roll I had to be like 2006 or seven, and usually I'd just be pulling it up and being like, oh, okay, and then when was she born? Okay, I could see exactly how... And then I was like, well, if she's an aging temptress in a movie that came out six years after this, she can't be that old in, in Mission Impossible 2. Well, I look her up. She's 28 in Mission Impossible 2. 28 years old. Six years later, she was playing an aging oh, temptress. you old lady. Aging. Like, I remember in Rock and Roll, they were talking about how, like, oh, she looks good for her age. She's like mid thirties. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fucking hella old, it's dude. So weird how that happens. But uh, in Hollywood, uh, that is ancient, though. It is. It is ancient, but at uh, the same unless time, unless you're a man, yeah. you're still young. It's just. It, it's just so weird, especially being on the other side of forty now. Whenever they talk about like milfs and stuff like that, like like uh, 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 Stifler's mom. Yeah. Younger than us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like well younger than us at the time. Yes. Um, but yeah. So I. So okay. So sorry. Getting back to Mission Impossible. Uh. I watched Mission Impossible 3 to start off with because it's my favorite and it doesn't really matter what order you watch these things in. So I started off with Mission Impossible 3, J.J. Abrams, really good. I talked about it last week. Then I went back to the first one, directed by Brian De Palma, 1996. I don't know how they made a sequel out of it. Dude, Mission Impossible, the first one, is so bad. It is bad. See, but I, It's I, an I incoherent think, plot. I think it was, you know, the... Uh... And I'm trying to remember that one. Uh, is it Michelle? Uh, the the woman in it was uh, Michelle uh, McGonaghy or McGonaghy? Uh, uh, yeah, she's in it for a little bit. Okay, she's in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like this dude's trying to live this normal life. No, no, that's Mission Impossible Three. That's Mission Impossible Three. Yeah. What well, uh, the fuck is like it the, the fiance? First one? Dude, nobody. Uh, well, I mean, you got, you got Bing Rames. Um, okay. You've got John Voight. Okay. Well, the thing is, like, I'm trying to remember. I think it's just the fact that it was it was a gimmick because it's an old TV series. It the was music. when it's when remakes were really popular. I know remakes are still really popular. Yeah. But in, but do you remember like the Mod Squad and League of Extraordinary I, I Gentlemen do. and, and yes. stuff like that? Um, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, a lot of remakes were going on back yeah. then. It was kind of a revitalization of remakes. Um, which is funny. Charlie's Brian, Angels. Brian De Palma. Uh, did Scarface and that was actually a remake people a don't remake. realize the story's the, different but it's the same concept yeah 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 but um Emilio Estevez is in the first one Emilio it's a situation where I I, the I flying think, V <laughs> they didn't have that in there for some reason that's weird um does he fly though well he's on top of an elevator that crushes him okay <laughs> so that's and see not, here's not the really thing the same. so I, I remember I remembered him being in it and then I'm, I'm re-watching it and I see like he's in some like the opening scenes and I'm like Emilio was in this I had I had completely Fucking forgotten about Estevez? it and then 10 minutes in he's dead Billy and I realized kid. I realized what it was was uh, very similar to executive decision with uh, Kurt Russell and Steven Seagal uh-huh. Steven Seagal was in all the advertising, kind of like Drew Barrymore and Scream. Scream, yes. They 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 it actually had her on the poster, like oh, yeah. the original poster, they, like, as a part of the cast. Yeah, yeah. And starring uh, Drew Barrymore. And not just like up in the top right with like twelve people's names. Like she was it was her face. As a matter of fact, I there. think she may have been the only one because everybody else were no names at the time. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I, mean, I mean nobody knew who, you know I mean people knew who Courtney Cox was. I mean, Courtney Cox. Because of Friends. Was, yes, and yes, and yes, David yes. Arquette was pretty big at the time, too. But, but, like, as far as the main characters, you know. Oh, yeah, Nev Campbell. They yeah. I mean, she was known, but she wasn't the superstar that she yeah, is today. But, live her alone. <laughs> live her alone, man. <laughs> live her alone. Get it? Um, but I think that what they're trying to do is set up the, set the stage for anything can happen. Oh, they didn't. Uh, um, Game of Thrones as well with Ned, right? You get a big actor to play a, a part. 
and then you kill them off early, it sets the stage that anything can happen. Dude, okay, so I, I mentioned this in when you sent me Emilio in a text message. Uh, this was brilliantly done by Last Man on Earth, which is available on Hulu. Fucking hilarious! Is it? I tried it. I tried to start it, and I didn't get very. Dude, far. it was great. It, it's fucking great. Like I just, uh, uh, Ali and I just binged it all. What does suck is that you can, t- and they kind of like predicted the pandemic before the pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah, this this virus like wipes out everybody, you know, except for a few people. I mean, do you know how many um, how many stories and. Like I TV mean, but, shows but dude, but it happened like right before it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah. But um, but dude, like any time like a celebrity would pop in, you knew they were going to fucking die. Yeah. Like, uh, so January Jones from Mad Men is in it. Yeah. And one time these people come in to take over the house. She shoots one of them with the shotgun. They peel back the hood. It's fucking John Hamm. <laughs> so she got revenge on Draper for all the times he fucking cheated on her. That's hilarious. Yeah, so he never even got to say a word. Right. Yeah. See, that's... Uh, There's many others. Yeah, yeah. So, but but seeing that and not knowing that he was about to die, I was like, how did I just completely forget that Emilio was in this? And then he died. And then I was like, ah, I see what they did that's there. That's why. You just forgot him like Hollywood did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's funny because the plot is incomprehensible John Voight is a horrible horrible actor like that's it, Angelina, Angelina Jolie's father man have some respect cut him some slack yeah have some fucking respect <laughs> he, so he's a horrible actor he plays the big bad um, it's all based off of like a bible scripture from Job that like and, oh, and like the big God, re- I the, hate when they do that the big reveal was like uh, Tom Cruise like looking at the bible and then remembering when John Voight shoehorned the fact that he was staying at the Drake Hotel in Chicago and then like he opens what? a bible and it says Drake Hotel and he's like oh it's John Voight that's the one who's doing this and I'm like yeah I remember him shoehorning the fact that he was playing that he was staying at the Drake Hotel I thought it was dumb then and I think it's dumb now and any movie where they have a complex plot that's being unveiled to you if if it's completely out of left field that like you would have never seen it coming that's not a good that's not good writing no. Like, you're supposed to be able to be like, oh, okay. Yes. I, I see. But, like, it's it's just, co- it's completely convoluted. It's a horrible movie. The first one is horrible. I don't understand how it now got a sequel. Now I want to go down this hole with you. Oh, dude, it's, it's been fun. Because knowing that the second one was coming, Brian De how does a franchise pivot from Brian De Palma which, by the way, Scarface is overrated. I, I need to make sure. I need to make Scarface sure. Scarface is overrated. I need to make sure that what that it is Brian De Palma. Excuse uh, well, me. I hope so. After saying all this, but Brian, I want to say right now, Brian De Palma, Scarface. Thank God it's Brian De Palma. Is, is, okay. dude, Scarface <laughs> is overrated. It is. I mean, I mean, I mean, all these rappers really like this guy who came from nothing, built up a drug empire, but he's not a good role model. He gets full of holes at the end. He's riddled with bullets. Yes. It's it's not a good and it's just the soundtrack. The st- oh man, I mean Al Pacino was fun to watch just because it's kind of an over the top character, right? Even though people don't know it why is you hired an Italian actor to play a Cuban. Yeah, they're already talking about that back in the day, right? But it's all so stylized, man, and it's like difficult to watch. So and one night I watched it coming down off of drugs, and it was oh, even worse. Oh yeah, bet. Oh my god. So uh, Brian De Palma directed such movies as Sisters, Carrie. Dressed to Kill, Scarface, uh, what was the other one? Untouchables, yeah. Casualties of War, Bonfires of the Vanities, Raising Cain, 
Carlito's Way, right before Mission Impossible. And then he did uh, Snake Eyes, Mission to Mars, and pretty much everything sucked after that. Um, <laughs> Snake but, Eyes. For some great overdramatic Nicolas Cage, check but, out Snake Eyes tonight. Oh, gosh, With so Golden awful. Guns. But you go from Brian De Palma, who has that sort of pedigree. Everything's kind of dark. It's all orchestral. Uh, again, convoluted plot. And then the very next director in the franchise is John fucking Woo. John Woo. You go from Scarface to Face Off. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah, every with the soundtracks of the Palma films, they're like orchestra, synthesizer. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in John Woo, the founding father of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> and it just totally flips it upside down. Dude, and and by the way, the, the soundtrack, the uh, Mission Impossible theme song is done by Limp Biscuit Limp at that Biscuit, time. That totally switches it up. They it, These movies, and I didn't realize it until I started rewatching them, they're time capsules for the time period that they were in. That's what does make a difference. They don't have the same... Uh, director that that can tell like a with, with a singular the, focus. The, the later ones vision. have have but like these the earlier director ones. for yeah yeah. But, but the, the like, earlier ones. What the fuck? And then the next one when you get to the next one. J.J. Abrams in the, the third guy one. who brought us Com- the show Lost. Completely. Who knows different. what's gonna happen? Smoke monsters. Yeah, what I, dude? The, the the second one is so so nineties, dude. So 90s, the Oakleys that he's wearing with those those douchebaggy oh, uh, Guy Fieri oh, Oakleys. Those. But they debuted in that film. Oh, and Remember? I bet they sold like hotcakes. The whole, like hotcakes. Uh, and, and this is like... Well, mostly the fake ones did, but yes. Right, yes. right. The Folkleys. Folkleys. Um, film opens with Tom Cruise hanging from the, uh, the cliff, right? Iconic. In this movie, they go from the first one where like, oh yeah, they're in Prague... And they're in like Chicago and stuff like that. But this one is the one that kicks off the like the globe trotting that they do in all in all the movies now. He's all over the place. Uh, it's the first time you see that. Um, Brendan Gleeson is the, one of the big bads. What? Brendan Gleeson. I forgot dude. that one. Uh, me too. And uh, what's fun about God? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm passionate about this. I hope I hope it translates. Um, what's fun about the Mission Impossible franchise is you don't know who's who's who, right? Because there's a point where Brendan Fraser, excuse me, not Brendan Fraser, Brendan Gleeson, um, is it's just his face, right? Because they can tear the face off for the for the disguises. So it's actually Tom Cruise, but Brendan Gleeson is the one who is who's actually playing him, right? Okay. So 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 you get more Brendan Gleeson because somebody is dressed up and disguised as Brendan Gleeson. I was always amazed at how good the masks were in the Mission Impossible movies. They had a little yeah. voice chip they put on the neck. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... Yeah, and they get better throughout the series, too, because like, the first one when they peel it off. Sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, they, 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 they look identical because it's the real actor playing right. them, but as soon as they place their hand on their face, instantly it just all turns to shitty, uh, yeah, yeah. dull latex, and they yeah. just pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, like, I, I've seen better face-offs in Total Recall. When it just is like, I love that movie too, though it's classic. But dude, um, I'm having a lot of fun rewatching these because, like, so you got, oh, dude, John Woo, so many, not pigeons, doves, doves, so many doves everywhere, and like, it, it is, it is, it is the stereotype of John Woo. Oh yeah, there's explosions everywhere. There's that motorcycle crash at the end where they're like flying through the air. Slow motion. Yeah, boy. 
Limp Bizkit. Dun, 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 dun. Nucky. Um... And then, like, there's, I, I was telling you downstairs, there's this moment where, like, uh, Tom Cruise is, like, hiding from one of the henchmen, and he's, like, up in this, like, cubby hole above the doorway, and for, like, they had just gone through the hallway, and all the doves were flying away, and they're all the gray doves, and then, like, the... The henchman like goes by where Tom Cruise is and like he's up there trying to hide and like there's just a random white dove sitting there and it just goes and like the big bad goes turns around like what was that and he goes over there and like gets ready to draw the gun because he knows he knows Tom Cruise is Ethan Hunt by the way remember that name yeah yeah. Ethan Hunt is there and like why why you just walked through a dozen doves that flew away and you think that just that that one one is is the one but it is significant. Because it's white. Because it's white. Just like Ethan is. And it flaps away, and of course, you know, Ethan Hunt swings down, and he kicks his ass, and I was, I'm just popping. Woo! Yes! Woo! You hear me say woo? That was for John Woo! John Woo! John woo. That was for John Woo! Wu-Tang Clan. And, and uh, dude, the, the action sequences are just so much better in the second one. Because John Woo is so much better. Yeah. When I think of action films, I don't think of Brian De Palma. No, never should you think of Right? So it's weird that you got Brian De Palma launching the series, John Woo for the second one, and then the third one is J.J. Abrams, who, who was brought in to save the franchise. Because, like, the first one was bad, second one kind of hanging by hanging uh-huh. by a thread, in my opinion, because of Limp Bizkit. And then the third one is like, okay, if this doesn't work... I we don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, and it is an um, the third one is an amazing film. Abrams coming from a hot streak on television. Yeah. Oh, by the way, when we were talking about this Bad last robot. week, Super Eight was the movie I was trying to think of last week when we were chatting about this. That's the uh, the one where the train derails. I and it's the kids. Love that movie. So fucking good. Yes. J.J. Abrams is a master I filmmaker. Fucking love that movie. And that that had. That had major Spielberg vibes to it. Major, like, major. Like, how wasn't that? I love, like, the kids, like, they're doing, like, the little zombie movie and everything, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. do the train, they see shit they're not supposed to see. Right. Oh, dude, that was a great movie. Great movie. It, not that, to be confused with 8mm, which is about snuff porn. Correct. But 8, I think that set the stage for, it walked so Stranger dude, Things could was, run. You're right. Right? Dude, that was such a great movie. Such a good movie. I love it. So, J.J. Abrams gets brought in, and it's... It starts his run as the savior for franchises. So he comes in and he saves Mission Impossible's ass. And then he goes to space right from there. Star Trek. Star Trek, yes. And then Star Wars. Star Wars. He has saved three franchises. He builds them up. And now he is trying to save his ass in court because he has a sexual allegation against him. Does he? I hadn't heard about that. Yes. um, I'm, I'm here for you, Jeremy, for breaking news. J.J. Abrams sex scandal. Um, so this is what he's trying to say right now. Why is it still listening to me and it's not stopping? I'm in the wrong. I'm not even what the fuck. Yeah, he is. Anyway, go ahead and continue. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me something more about it. I Um, can't because my phone's fucking up, but much the same way that the fast and furious franchise in its fourth installment could go one way or the other. The third one in mission impossible could go one way or the other. You didn't know which way it was going to go, but it went with legitimacy. It went with seriousness. It didn't go campy because after woo, you could have gone really campy, but they didn't. And it saved the franchise. Now, (laughs) Fast and Furious, the fourth one, they went crazy campy and it actually worked for them. But I I, I love the direction that that Mission Impossible went after the third one because it's it's more Bondian than anything else. And it's it's just a ton of fun. So anyway, 
Yeah, I uh, there there's my ADD rattled brain um, telling you about. I better what step I've been back because I'm not finding anything on Abrams right now. Oh, but, thank God. But I mean, J.J. Abrams called Harvey Weinstein a monster. Very bold statement there. Any who's will be. I'm enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really looking forward to getting. So I'm going to be past the third one, uh, and uh, the fourth one is really to me when it starts to take off. Dude, the people that are in these movies too. I was going through the IMDb. And I'm just like, everybody has been in these. Everybody wants to work with, with Tom Cruise. You know what's crazy to me is when you reflect back on these, it's it's uh, wild how we forget about these people and how they have just been swallowed, swallowed up, chewed up and spit out by Hollywood. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Like, it's like, oh my God. I mean, I, I did this, I'm fucking weird like this. I'm like, I wonder if they're okay financially. Are they doing okay? Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> they haven't had a job in a while. They haven't, had, they haven't been in a movie in a little bit. I mean, are they doing okay? I hope yeah. they didn't spend all their money. Because, you know, you're you're in the spotlight. You're in the spotlight, and you think it's forever. Oh, yeah. And if you think about it as, a, as an actor, after every after every movie you shoot, you're unemployed. Yeah, for You're a unemployed while. after every movie. I mean, and you can have multiple projects booked out in advance, but as soon as you finish, you're unemployed until you book the next. Yep. And then you see these people in those old movies. You're like, oh, my. I'm always, dude, I'm, I'm such a, like a weirdo. I'm like, I hope they're okay. And then I look up their net worth. Yeah. Chris Sizemore. Who? Rest in peace, Chris Sizemore. Tom actor. Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Chris <laughs> Sizemore I went to high school with. Anyway, Tom Sizemore. Shout out to Chris. How uh, are you yeah, doing? How you doing, buddy? Hope you got kicked that habit. Um, oh, no. Did everybody so, you uh, know have a, a habit? <laughs> Tom Sizemore. You know, he... He had a habit, too. Dude, he did. I mean, this guy, I, I fucking felt for him because... He was all out there on meth and crack, and and then that video leaked at the prostitute shot of him talking shit on Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, and every major player in Hollywood, and that yeah. fucking killed his career. But you he felt was, bad for him? No, I felt, I never feel bad for anybody who does it to themselves. No, 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 no. I felt, I felt, I felt for him because I know what it's like to be that far gone. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like he had everything. You know what I mean? And yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't keep it in check. I think he even was on Celebrity Rehab. Which was, Dude, I watched it. Which was really sad. And Dude, the backlash over Celebrity Rehab over the last 10 years. Like, at the time, everybody's like, oh, look, it's really kind of cool. But, like, the, the they were parasites on those celebrities. You know what I mean? Like, the only reason why they, they did the show, they didn't do the show to, to help the to celebrities. Help, no, no, it was to fucking... They uh, did it because everybody wants to watch celebrities exactly, die, yeah. essentially. Like yeah, every, true. People love to build true. build celebrities up, but I think they'd like to knock them down just as much. No doubt. Oh, know? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Now now you're back down on our level, motherfucker. Yeah. Take that. Yeah. How's it and feel? Tom Sizemore, you're talking, God. Dude, Black I mean, Hawk heat, down. heat. Yeah. Saving Private Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan's another big one. Dude, fucking huge. And yeah. I'm, Working and with people like Pacino and De Niro. Yeah. And Tom then, Hanks. And, and, Matt and Damon. Hot and fast is what he burned. Yeah. Hot and fast. Yes, he did. Crazy. He he, he played the man's man really well. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the man's man, the straight guy, you know, I'll be yeah. straight sex age man. He played these straight characters, you know, uh, and he could play a badass really well, too. Yeah, it's really weird whenever somebody like that... Uh, th- um, Michael Madsen's another one that plays like a really good, yeah, yep, but like, yeah, I remember seeing Michael Madsen in Kill Bill too. And like he had his sleeves cut off and he's got like these shriveled, tiny little arms. I know. He's not look like, scary at all. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, this guy's supposed to be the bad, like the, the, the yes, badass. Yeah. 
He's continued to just shrivel up as time. And I know we all do. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But, so he was originally supposed to play Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. And he was too busy shooting some other bullshit movie yeah. and turned it down. And, oh, my God, was that a mistake? So I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. And that built John Travolta back up. Yeah, for sure. I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole earlier because while I'm watching Tom Cruise movies, I was like, has he ever been approached about being in The Expendables? Because, I mean, he's an 80s action star. Yeah. You can't tell me he's not an 80s action star. No, he definitely is. You know is. what I mean? Uh, and that's really everybody they use for the Expendable series. Oh, we've got... Dexter a, just opened a door. We've got a guest. Producer Hello, Sarah, producer back, in Sarah. The, back in the house. Welcome home, finally. Hey, baby, I like your hair. <laughs> but she got it done. You gave her a compliment. That's right. She's she's saying hi. What, what, are, you, what are you asking me, Sarah? What have I done? He, I, put he helped Ace, it. I put a CVS bandage from Ace on, Ace on there. <laughs> All right. We're going to finish this up. Let's see. Up. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Why wasn't he in the Expendable series? Right. And it's like what you always say about the cotillion in Wichita, which is you're you're only at the cotillion if you're on your way up or if you're on your way out. You're not there when you're on top. That's right. And I think with the Expendables, you're only there on your way up yeah, or the way there down. Trying to cash in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I I looked it up and there's there Expendables four. I do Expendables four is happening, hmm. and there is rumor that Tom Cruise might be. You are kidding me. You predicted 4. it. I'm not predicting it. I'm saying there's rumor. Well, that, no, like, but you said how come? Why isn't oh, he there? Well, yeah, but I, I looked it up and I'm like, oh, look at that. He he might be in it. Dude, that'd be nice for him to be in there. I then found an article hmm. that had a list of the people who have turned down roles in uh in the Expendables. The best one that I found. Give it to me, Jackie Chan. Wow, Jackie Chan's like, Jackie I don't turn it down. He's like, I'm not that broke yet. What's cool about it was the little tidbit that they gave that this would have been, this is the second time that Jackie Chan has turned down Sylvester Stallone. Can you possibly think of the other role he turned down that uh, Stallone offered him? It's pretty simple, actually. Oh, yeah? Yes. What? As Uncle Polly in Rocky. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad guess. <laughs> Um. Oh, his son in Over the Top. Uh, no, no. It is the role that uh Wesley Snipes took in Demolition Man. Oh God, that was a good choice, Jackie Chan. Could you imagine Jackie Chan as as what Simon? I think is what it was. Yeah, maybe in, in Demolition uh, very Man. Forgettable. Did you not watch Demolition? Very forgettable Man? to me. What? Very forgettable to me. You don't know about the three seashells? Very forgettable to me. You see, the three seashells is how somehow in the future they they wash their ass with the three seashells. They didn't have toilet paper. Uh, However, anytime you swore, you also got a demerit. And every room and every building had a ticket that would stick, that that, that would cut out. So if if you said a swear word, it would be two demerits, three demerits, depending on what the swear word was, Mm -hmm. right? And so Sylvester Stallone couldn't figure out the three seashells. So he went and stood next to the machine and said, fuck, shit, goddamn, fuck. Goddamn shit bastard and got a bunch of those tickets and used it to wipe his ass. I mean, I didn't like that. I didn't not, like that. Not, I didn't like yeah, that. that was Jackie Chan was right on that one. Demolition Man walked so Austin Powers could run, bro. No. Think about it. Frozen no. coming back in a different time. Being Frozen, confused. The movie? 
What? Oh, Encino Man. No. Okay, you really don't know Demolition Man. <laughs> I, I just don't care. Did to. you know Demolition Man predicted uh, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger? It predicted us running out of toilet paper. Yes, they did. Did you know Dennis Leary was in that, and he is like the king of the mole people? Yeah, it's just it's really not doing anything. Right, I'm very me. concerned that you haven't seen Demolition Man, I or have, at least you haven't seen it enough. And, and I didn't care about it at all. Well, you know the why why I liked it so much? Why? We got it during like a free HBO preview. Ah, uh, see, that's And that's I recorded it, right it and then that's I just it, I right watched there. it over yeah, and over it. and over. That's it. That's Sandra not fair. Bullock's everybody like, everybody debut? loves the freebies. Everybody loves the freebies. Free like free is good. Yeah. Free yeah. I I used to say Man, HBO Oh, I used to be so mad. When I would find out late, like, hey, HBO's doing a free sample, and it's already two days into a three-day, like, like sort of a why haven't you so called much. me, motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, my, my dad upgraded our VCR to where we could get the tapes that could record 12 hours. And so in the morning, I would put a tape in there, press record, I'd go to school, go to basketball practice and all that stuff, get home right at, like, the, the 11th hour. I'd let that thing yeah. go, and, like, right at the end, switch it out real quick. And I, I would just record everything all weekend well, long. Dude, that right there, you could find some stuff that was better than Ronda. Even though they kind of played it safe during the free. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they played it super safe. And then, like, right after the preview's over, you see a TV guide, super sluts from anal space. Like, what <laughs> anal the space? fuck? It's, yeah. Where's anal space? It's just really rubbing well, it in, the fact you, that you don't have it. Was, man, so, so, so many things you said. Anal space and rubbing it in. Yeah, rubbing it in. <laughs> Anal space, I think, is just the gap yeah, no, no. that well, you, you need gotta to fit that. it in. It's a wormhole. <laughs> where you put your worm, Jeremy. <laughs> Come on, right. do it. It's a wormhole. All right. So it makes it, time travel possible. Any chance we're going to get that, that secret no. guest? Okay, we're going to have to have the special guest at another time. We'll do that another time. Um, I wanted to talk. We'll end the show with this. For those of you who listened to the, the first season, I can't believe I'm about to do this. You love that yingling. Having another yingling. Um, oh, God. So, uh, those of you who listened to the first season, thank you. Um, but we we made a concerted effort to not talk about prison so much. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I don't like to talk about my time in prison. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. They, they would have had their way with you. But we, did, <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't want to lean so heavily on prison going forward. But um, I remembered... Uh, most of the stories we told were like the first of all, some of them were funny. What led up to prison, but we didn't talk too much about being in prison. We we had prison word of the week. Uh, we had your we had your buddy on a uh, couple buddies that were in prison. Uh huh. Um, but we didn't talk much about what happened in prison, like the lighter side of things, the extracurricular activities. And I remember when you were in prison and me talking on the phone with you, and you said something like, "Well, I uh, I, I need to go." I don't know if you need to go because you had practice or something like that, but you mentioned something in passing about the fact that like you had softball practice yeah, coming up. And yeah, I was just like, fucking serious, I was like, man. excuse me, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I've never gotten the full story on some of the extracurricular stuff. So I guess my first question is you played softball in prison. Yeah, we did. Like uh, there, there were, uh, there was a basketball league. There was a soccer league. There was a softball league, but softball was like the biggest one because softball happened. Uh Oh, what? Um, one second. We're in. Oh, we're in? Make sure she's cool if we call her now. Hello? Courtesy. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, it's so crazy because from whenever I first saved your number a long time ago, 
auto uh-huh. auto correct turn your name from Courtney to courtesy McIntyre. Yes, I remember you telling me that when you <laughs> saved it. <laughs> which I love. Which, by the way, I will not put any of you know your this information on the. But uh, but actually, you, I won't. I'll, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll yeah. make sure to edit it, it out. I just so, want to. I just so want to make sure. Hang on, hang on, just a second, Brian. Uh, Courtney, I'm, my name is Jeremy. I'm the kind of producer uh, slash host of the podcast. I just want to make sure. Can you hear us? Okay. Yeah, I can. Perfect, perfect. Because I've, I've got the 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 mics going through one thing and the computer going through the other. So I just wanted to make sure you could oh. hear us. So awesome. Yes. Well, you know Brian, so I think I'm going to let Brian lead this interview. This is something that's never happened before. Yeah, usually I just uh, yeah, usually I just offer inappropriate banter. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, oh, so, fun. <laughs> I hope to have some of that. Well, no, so I'm I, I I saw something the other day um and it was something that um you had posted and something that your daughter's uh, father had posted. I, I believe I believe he just shared your post on Facebook. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. And and from what it appears, your some people would say that your daughter's been being a troublemaker at school, which uh-huh. I'm not saying I <laughs> You know, which which some which those people would be weird, but in, yes. in 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 fact, you know what it is is something that I believe was a very brave stance made by a young child. And would you like to elaborate to our audience exactly what the commotion in Leavenworth is currently? Yeah, and to me too, I, I'm kind of being filled in like while while we're going here. This is like a, for for our audience, this this is something that happened in like the last hour for us. And so we, we weren't even sure oh, okay. that Court, Courtney was going to be able to make it on. Uh, and uh, so so we, we didn't even really intro you or anything. So this is going to be news. this is going to be kind of interesting to see to, to, to kind of come in on this. So, so what's going on? Yeah. OK, so what is going on? Um, well, my daughter attends a Leavenworth school um, and she was told by one of her um, teachers, the librarian, to be specific, to um, draw a picture of who is welcome in the school library so some kids drew different flags showing different nationalities some kids drew different skin colors some kids drew kids in wheelchairs some kids drew a kitten um like literally their children yeah so i'm um, sorry i gotta gotta put my foot down no cats do not belong in a fucking library (laughs) i don't want to sound racist here but no cats (laughs) you speak for yourself i would love all the cats in the library (laughs) all right continue (laughs) um so um yeah, so my daughter, um, who is a huge ally of the LGBTQ community, um, drew a LGBTQ flag. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She actually um, even did very... the newest version of it, I noticed. Yes, she is very, very um, big into keeping up the with the newest community. version. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Cool. yes. Uh-huh. Yep, she um she definitely wanted to include everybody, and she told me that she needed a gay flag for her room, like a pride flag, and she said, but I can't have one of the old ones. I need the updated one so that hmm. it includes all of the different sexualities. <laughs> Good wow. for her. And I was like, okay. So, wow. um, but she's so yeah, she's very inclusive. She's very loving. Um, she would literally give you the shirt off of her back, even if like she had nothing else. She's amazing. She all of her teachers know her because she can just sense when they when she, when they need a hug like if they've had a bad day she's just a really good-hearted child um oh, sounds sweet. i mean of course i'm a little biased come for on. sure but, <laughs> well, um, you, you can be um but to give you context honestly she's gotten student of the year every year being there um she's uh never ever had any trouble ever um so anyways um 
I'm sorry. I, I have a yeah. question here. Did mm-hmm. did you know about this assignment? Because I know that uh. one day, I know that yes. one day you just walked in and you just saw this, mm-hmm. right? It, it just kind of hit yes. you, like you had no idea this even happened, right? And, and then you see that your daughter had created this very uh, kind and uh, I inclusive, mean, I, yeah, inclusive yeah. piece of art. Yes, yes. So I am the David Brewer PTO president. Um, Courtney's so very well school. read, by the way. I don't mean to interrupt you. Very well read. I mean, <laughs> like, you, dude, you. you don't like if any guy tries constantly. to DM her, they better use proper fucking punctuation. <laughs> they better not. I mean, you better be able to bring some game. She's married. I'm kidding. Yes. Stay out of her DMs, everybody. But she's very well read. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, I love classic literature. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I, I saw, um, I'm, I'm there all the time. So I walked into the library and I was looking at the pictures and I happened to spot my daughter's name and I like got really, you know, emotional. I'm just so glad that like without, I'm glad that she's in a school where she didn't have to worry about like, okay, I'm posting or I'm, I'm, I'm coloring this. I yeah, like she did it innocently and with a sweet message in mind and the way it was reverberated back was just grotesque so I see it I get excited I asked the librarian you know this is so cute you know um and she said yeah Briley loved doing it you know some other kids saw that she did it and they went along with her like awesome there were 150 posted all over the library and seven out of 150 had LGBTQ stuff whereas the representative has said that there were dozens of Uh, now I would take a picture to show you but I don't want to use a child's artwork without their parents permission sure Uh, sure sure I I completely so so this this is this is coming from Leavenworth and 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 we have had the mayor of Leavenworth on this show yeah we have you know uh, Jermaine yes Jermaine which which everybody knows he was a convicted felon who had his stuff expunged um, and there is mm-hmm. also a very big, um, you know, representation from the gay community in Leavenworth. Also, there's a lot of people yep. who have been released from prison in Leavenworth. There's a lot of mm-hmm. um, there, there's Leavenworth for being such a small town has a lot of inclusive things going on where it's a very accepting. Yeah. town. So is this mm-hmm. backlash that you're getting coming from people within the city limits or is this coming from outside of and what is the purpose here political gain or what what are you thinking here so um i i am i'm 100 sure the purpose here is political gain um because it wasn't displayed on a school paper it wasn't displayed on a school website it was displayed on a political party the state representative of the 51st district like pat proctor put it on his personal Republican conservative newsletter saying that my daughter's artwork is proof that the teachers are indoctrinating. So he blacked her name out. Yeah. He blacked her name out and he thinks that that's acceptable, but regardless, he used her artwork without consent. That's exactly right. And I signed a paper at the beginning of the year. Yes. I signed a paper at the beginning of the year stating that the school may use her artwork to display for school purposes. And I, did not and i checked back to make sure that that paper was correct and nowhere in there says that he has any right and i've spoken to the kansas board of education in topeka and they literally are just like 
we're in uncharted waters here because what kind of representative would actually go in and do something so disgusting? Right. That's exactly and right. It, and it's so weird to me because because uh, when Brian mentioned that you might be coming on the show, I, I, I found you on Facebook. A little bit of stalking. I hope you don't mind. What a weirdo. Um, yeah, no I know. problem. Brian, <laughs> research, not stalking. And I, I saw the photo. I saw the photo. It, yeah. it, and it, mm-hmm. on it, um, the, the, the the drawing that she did, there's, you know, it's like it's like any elementary school thing. There, there it, There's there's a, a space for her to draw. But up up top, it said the library is for everybody. Right. Yep. Everybody mm-hmm. is what everybody, everybody. Even cats. I know. And it's, it's so weird to me <laughs> that, that they, they say that kids are being indoctrinated in schools. And I don't know. I don't know where you stand with, with religion, but I'm just going to come out and say it. They also like to, to say somebody's being indoctrinated in a school when all they're doing is saying everybody's welcome here. When they mm-hmm. they indoctrinate their kids to believe in a an all knowing bearded man in the clouds. Oh, believe me, you have no idea. Courtney went to Hogwarts, by the way. Courtney went to Hogwarts. Like you, you want to talk about indoctrination? <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to get on a high no. horse here, but like like no, no, they... no, but I agree a hundred percent. If you you just send your kids to the first religion that you were grown up with like yeah. they're not when my daughter said that she's felt spiritually about something and I'm agnostic by the way I'll just yes. go ahead and throw that out there okay. when yep. I when she said she was spiritual I didn't say okay you're going to a Baptist church because that's what I grew up in I said mm-hmm. we're going to go to every church around here we went to Methodist Baptist non-denominational we went yes. to a Buddhist temple we discovered what we could until she felt a spiritual moving and then she decided to get baptized non-denominational cool. I remember you cannot, yes when yes, you shared that with me I yes. thought that was such a cool thing because mm-hmm. p- typically yeah. people shove religion you know you shove your family's tradition yes. down your they children's and your their beliefs children. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yes, also, they indoctrinate their children to their belief but we're also indoctrinated with religion in school like I, I, I now Absolutely. it's been a while since and, I've been in school but I remember specifically mm-hmm. praying before football games Yeah, I, I remember yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, praying before yeah. lunch and stuff like that, and in public schools mm-hmm. in Kansas, and not to mention the fact I'm that from they don't the even... South, like you're, oh yeah, you're talking, you're preaching it to me. Not... I, I know it was. If you weren't religious, you were shunned. I learned very right. early that I had to be religious because if not, then or I pretend was to be. Ridiculed. That's yeah. exactly right. And and they they, uh, they hamstring science teachers to to be able to talk about evolution like the least amount as possible. Like uh-huh. our, our our state is famous for the uh, right uh, for through. the spaghetti monster. Yes, uh, because they they said <laughs> that you had to pr- teach both sides, and so like okay, fine. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna have to teach both sides, we're gonna teach evolution and the flying spaghetti monster because it's just as right. real as God, right? And Absolutely, the, like so, it's, it's it's not fair. I mean, we're 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 inundated with this stupid <laughs> idea that uh, like oh, you're being indoctrinated. We're not being indoctrinated. We're telling everybody that everybody's allowed to be everywhere. That's that's all we yes. want. That's all we want. That's not yes, indoctrination. We're not telling and. And, and having it in the schools, like, they're not going to be like, hey, this is how gay sex works. Everybody listen up. They're just going to yeah, right. have a book read where there's two moms and, and a sure. kid can be like, oh, I have two moms, too. That's cool. Just because yeah. your family's traditional, not traditional, doesn't mean it's not a family. Right. And that's mean, not fair. They're still people. Yeah. Even. E- Absolutely. E- and if. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If, if this, no, 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 you're fine. If this had happened, let's, let's just come. I, I, I like to do this in my life a lot. I like to reverse situations and put myself in other shoes. Oh, yeah. So had this happened to a little girl who drew a picture of her God being welcome into the school uh-huh. and a liberal posted it on his page yep. with a negative connotation, I would be just as irate yep, as true. I am right yep. now. True. Yep. True. I mean, cause a hundred percent. It's not for fair. us to judge. 
And, and, and uh-huh. but, you know, but the thing is, is that the kid drawing, you know, let's say Jesus, you know, is welcome in the library. Is you is know what a, he is too. Uh, he's he welcome. is. He he's is. Welcome. But, but but as a matter, of, <laughs> but what I'm saying here is that's a that's a lot safer stance. I think what yeah. your daughter did was so what was so oh, yeah. great about this was that even though that she believes that I know you believe that I know you guys were marching on Main Street, you know, against the mm-hmm. abortion stuff when it was going down mm-hmm. with the boat. Mm-hmm. You guys were out there, you know, yes, uh, you know, d- you know, doing your thing then too. She's always yep. getting you out there, and 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 you guys are always d- doing stuff together. But I, I know I know that. Even though sometimes it's hard, even if you really believe something and you stand on it, especially when you're a kid, to take a bold stance like that. I mean, I'm I'm just very, you know, she's very brave. I think it's awesome. I think Absolutely. you've got to be and so I, proud. I, I really am. And I think that the part that um, is the coolest to me is. I don't even think that she realized she was going to be stepping on any toes because ah. <laughs> she's just so used to the idea that you know, humans are human and they have rights yes. and they should be loved regardless. That's cool. And I don't even think she realized like that this could even cause a stir with anyone. And when I told her about it, uh, she's so mature. When I told her that all this was going on, I finally decided to let her know. She said, it's okay. Some people are mean and that's just how they are. <laughs> oh, like, dude, I tell you, she like, is okay. just the coolest person in town. Like, I don't, I, I that, love like, it. Like I really do. You and you and Leavenworth, you're lucky to have her. And I, would Thank you guys, you. would you guys say that like, is this kind of giving off vibes kind of like, um, uh, you know, you can't drink in this water fountain or, uh, oh, dude, we're or close. You are, I mean, is it, is, is, is this kind of, we feel, are close. Is, it's feeling like that, right? Like, like, um, they're, right, a, sca- no, they're a scapegoat for all of our problems. How we've are we we've seen this before. Yeah. We've seen this before. I feel like, yes, I do. I feel like we're going backwards. I really do. I feel like we're, um, because I do, I will say this, I, I won't say any names, so I don't think I can get into trouble for it. But mm-hmm. Briley did say that she had a friend, um, that came up to her and was like, I, um, I don't agree with what your mom's, you know, speech said, and my parents don't either, and we can't be friends anymore, and Briley said, wow. well, I think, I know, I know, but Briley, like I said, is very mature, I'm excited for you to hear her response, she said, <laughs> we can be friends even if we don't agree on everything. Exactly, oh, and, but how come adults yeah. don't understand that? Mm. I know, I know, and in my heart, like I'm my mom, my mama bear heart. I'm like, oh no, you need to tell that little girl. Fine, if you're not my friend, then you don't deserve. It. But, <laughs> right. You know, um, yeah. But yes. but at the same time, I mean, I can learn a lesson from her sometimes too. So for sure, oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad. <clears throat> it's it's funny because I I was about to say I'm glad she took a stand, but she didn't. She, she yeah. just she just no. said no. it's for everybody. Yep. But it's turned mm-hmm. into a stand. It it's turned into mm-hmm. a stand essentially, and I'm, I'm proud of you guys. Like I, like I said, I was researching your Facebook page, and um, <laughs> what a stalker, and, and, and saw that you you did a you went to the school board and, and you you, you know spoke Jeffrey Dahmer used to research people as well. Jeffrey oh, yeah. Dahmer used to research people all right. the time. That's where I learned yeah. it from. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it, it has become a stand. What you are doing, you are taking a stand, and that and honestly, that's what we need right now because the trans community, uh, the the LGBTQ plus community, is is a small community. It's kind of vocal. Uh, for, for good reasons, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to get their, you know, the stance that they are human out there, yeah, um, it's a bold stance, but they right? need allies to do that yeah. because we are a much larger yeah, population. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and what I was saying earlier about them becoming a scapegoat, I, 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 I oh gosh, we're, we're, we're speaking briefly to you, but it's, 
it is 1930s Germany. Um, they, yeah. they are yeah. finding a scapegoat and they are persecuting them and they're getting everybody up in arms about something that is not happening. Whenever you have a, a, a drag queen um, uh, reading to kids, they're not doing the same show that you see at Hamburger Mary's. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. They're, they're, yes. They're, they yes. are not these people who are going to get up there and, and you know, start doing sexually um, explicit things. I got they, slapped in the face by brand new breasts at Hamburger you Mary's. Did. The kids and it was aren't fun. getting that same treatment. It was <laughs> fun. <laughs> right? But they, they understand that it's a different environment, you know, and they're going to read yeah. to kids and they're going to treat them like children. They're not going to read them... Yes smut when they're reading to them they're just they're just reading exactly. to them and they're what they're doing is normalizing something that it's funny because the, the the far right will say well you're trying to normalize a deviant thing no they're just trying to normalize human beings yes. so I'm, I'm passionate yes. about this i couldn't I, agree more it's it's no awesome. no i totally understand are so, you able to share with us courtney what happened because if I read correctly while driving in traffic at 70 miles an hour and looking at my phone. <laughs> now, um, that's something that Pat, that's a, Pat Proctor Pat, should Pat be Proctor. speaking up against. Fuck you, Pat Proctor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <he's laughs> there. I don't know who he is but, uh, or she. but but so You so, don't want to know who he is. So, so <laughs> something happened. Um, somebody brought, which by the way, I would like to ask your permission now before I forget. Would it be okay with you if we used your daughter's artwork as the clip, uh, as our photo for this episode? Yes, for sure. Thanks for asking okay. for consent. Yes, <laughs> no, no, thank you. I, I would never pull a proctor on you. Um, <laughs> it's funny because one of my buddies... Which is where the term proctologist comes from. Right, exactly. Asshole. It all comes from <laughs> etymology. There we go. So, um, but but uh, something recently happened at a town hall meeting there or at, at a meeting where they... It was they, a legislator forum. Could, mm. you, could, could you fill us in on that, please? Yeah, for sure. So Thank I heard you. that. Um, yeah, I heard that I could speak at the legislative forum, which is where you can actually openly ask him a question, um, because I heard at the board meetings that um, you can't ask um, them questions and have them answered. And actually, he didn't even show up anyways, nor did the woman who helped him get into the building. But uh, anyways, of course um, wow. So I did they know you were coming? Right. Yeah, they did, and that's why they didn't come. And she said that she was sick, so I sent her a private message and told her I hope she felt better. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> But, okay, so the legislative forum, I went there, and um, I had my question ready because his first opening statement was, I'm trying to keep politics out of the schools by making sure your kids don't have LGBT talked about. And I, I changed my – How was oh that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I changed my, I changed my question around so quickly. I said, um, so, Pat, you said that you didn't want to have politics brought into schools, so how do we keep politicians like you from getting into our schools and using our child <laughs> there you go. as a negative Tell agenda? Tell them. And so his response was, I'm just, oh, and so I realized also that he was not really answering questions. Uh, he was just kind of diverting, so I was like, I need to make sure I really hone in on that's all I want to know. So I told him, and I really want you to make sure that you don't tell me your agenda, because I don't care about your agenda. I just want to know like how we can keep politicians out of the schools. And he went on to tell his, uh, he didn't answer my question. He basically not. diverted the whole time. Yeah. He was like, I just want to keep schools to reading, writing and arithmetic. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, if you want to like, if you want to make sure they're specific like that, maybe you should learn to count yourself because there were not dozens of pictures on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say there were yeah. seven out of like a hundred? So out of 150. So it's kind of tricky because at the beginning he was referring to one wall which was the wall Briley's pictures on. And there are in fact 
three on that one wall. Mm. And then I realized they're all over the library. So I went through last night when I went to the school, cause I'm the, like I said, PTO president, I had to provide supper for the teachers for their conferences. Uh-huh. So I took tacos there. And after I finished setting up, I took a stroll through the library and counted there are 149 child's drawings all over everywhere. And seven of them had LGBTQ. That is less than one seven. half of That's 1%. Than, yep. Less than one half of mm-hmm. 1%. And this has this person in an uproar, and 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 mm-hmm. what's ridiculous? Dude, they they don't even care. All they're doing is yeah. getting their constituents That's riled it. up. That's, That's it. all it That's is. It. Oh, absolutely. And it's hard because as I'm tearing down his platform, I'm also building it on his side because there are people as sick as him who are supporting this. I saw a screenshot yeah. on your Facebook page again. Research, um, where some, somebody somebody was <laughs> Hashtag like, quoting the Bible to you and oh, stuff like that. That's about, always the worst way to uh, to, to prove a point, right? Yeah. Like, so that guy is actually um, pretty despicable. Um, I saw that he said that. Yeah, that Briley's baptism was null and void because God doesn't like that she accepts everybody. And, right, because, um, what the hell, that, man? Because if I've ever yeah, known anything about God, is that uh, they 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 are not interested wait. in helping right. everybody. He said he can't wait to attend the board meeting I speak at after my daughter gets pinned up against a wall by a transgender oh, person and basically taken advantage of. Yeah. What the hell is going on with these people? What do they think is is going to happen? Like, yeah, it's like I, Westboro Baptist Church up in here. I know, oh. and, and it's it's like they they but it's say only a few people, right? It's not they, they say so that like it's oh. the board member's brother. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I grew up with people like this, and I I just could never. Oh, me too. I'm from un- the south. Yeah, it's I crazy. could just I could just never understand like oh well if you let if you, if you just have uh, gender neutral bathrooms you're you know if it, people are gonna get raped in there it's like hey, you realize <laughs> that the crime there is the rape. Not, not. They have to go to the bathroom. Being in the bathroom. They just want to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so right. Exactly. Somebody, <laughs> somebody who rapes somebody is going to do it regardless of the sign of the bathroom. Exactly. And a lot of it happens in other places besides the bathroom. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like it's uh, mm-hmm. that's a terrible <sighs> argument. Well, we are just we're just yeah, three absolutely. people preaching to the choir. Yeah. On this one, yeah. Girl, I, then, <laughs> I, then I'll be the contrarian. Then I will be the person saying, "No, oh, God, cats are not allowed in the library." <laughs> <laughs> Me out. I, I just don't understand. What did they think was going to happen when they said everybody is allowed? Like that is, yeah, that is a def like that is the definition of inclusion. Yeah. And when you think mm-hmm. of diversity and inclusion, you think of the LGBTQ plus community right now. Like yes, it, it, it doesn't uh... have to be the librarian telling them to make that or their their teacher, you know, telling them exactly. like like that is society right now. And and, and again, mm-hmm. at certain points in American history, you know, certain races weren't allowed in the library, certain like this is just this looks this this is a very bad look. It's a very bad look, but yeah, at least it's not a look of people I, I I deal with or associate with. But yeah. the, the the fact that your daughter has started this the, this uh, this this movement, I think, is pretty incredible. You know, because of yeah. course people are used to you know trans people voicing their opinions. People are used to you know family and friends of trans people, and you know your daughter mm-hmm. is is you know a friend to the trans community. I don't know how many people she knows personally, but the fact that she's just an innocent child with no agenda mm-hmm. at all, except mm-hmm. inclusion, is, is such a strong statement. It really is, and we don't know any transgender people personally, not that I know of, but um, yeah, I don't, 
I mean, we just support human rights, yeah, and that's what they are, humans. It's, it is empathy. That's what that that's is. That's right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's what's, what's lacking yep. these days is people having empathy for others. So you don't have to know anybody. You don't have to actually go through some of these experiences. You don't have to ha- have a, li- a, a lived experience like a, like a trans mm-hmm. person to understand that, like, right, hey, right. May- may- maybe they deserve the same rights that we do. I, you know, I'm exactly. con- I'm confused by a lot of what goes on with the LGBTQ plus community because I I I am not you know in that community. But just because I'm confused yeah, by it or, or don't understand it doesn't mean that that my that my empathy stops there. Like, sure, oh, exactly. well, exactly. well exactly. I don't I don't get it. So therefore, they don't deserve to, you know, use the same restroom as I do. Like, what? No, right, just because right. you don't get something. I also you know what? I, I, I don't understand people who like to drink yingling beer. Yeah, but like, which, which, of... which we're drinking right yeah, now. We're, we're trying that right now because it's huge in Kansas City at the moment. But but like, I'm just a really big fan of minding my own fucking business. Exactly. Oh, there we go. There, there we go. go. That's perfect. Like you have to stop messing with people just leave people the fuck alone if everyone's happy if they're not causing harm to anyone just just shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> wow i think that's it's... a perfect way to wrap yeah shut the fuck up <laughs> shut the fuck shut up the everybody fuck up. <laughs> now, how ironic that the that the, the the party who demands smaller government wants to expand the powers of the government by banning books banning trans people from doing things performing in public just oh, being don't existing even get me started on public. banned books Oh, yeah. Yeah, Courtney uh, loves to burn books. <laughs> I bet that's right. I mess it. I don't, bet that's don't, right. Do not, do not unfriend me. Don't cancel me. No, but that's... Uh, this has been a very interesting conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to follow this to see where it goes. Um, yeah, it's just getting started, by the way. I hope you know that. And I want to be surprised if you're at the Supreme Court soon. I mean, who knows where this is headed. Any help you need from us or our listeners? not a statue... There's not a statute of limitations for this, so by the time right. I'm done, I want, I want to make sure this doesn't happen to any other kids. Well, That's any because fantastic. when I talk to the guy, he's like, "There's, there's not a statute of limitations for this because no one has been stupid enough to do it before." Wow. It's crazy. And I'm like, "Well, well he's not going to do it again." Well, any any help you need from from us or our <laughs> listeners, you know, let us know. I'd love to have you back on so we can Thank talk you. about this a little bit yes, more. Yes, I'd love to yeah, hear an update when this goes forward a little bit more. Yeah, because uh, yeah, of I'm, course, my um interview with the Kansas City Star should be coming out soon so I can update you guys after that as well well hey that sounds perfect sounds like we're gonna beat them to the punch because we're coming out tomorrow morning Oh, I, I, nice. Kansas City Star probably comes out tomorrow. I don't care. Too. We're going to beat Hey, them. Brian, did you know they're a daily paper? No, hey, we're going to beat them. <laughs> we're going to beat them, Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> Nobody reads papers anymore. It's about podcasts. I know, That's exactly. Right. I'm messing you with guys you. got uh, one head up already. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Well, thank you so well, thank much. Thank you guys so I, much I, for letting me talk to you as well. No, yeah, it's thank been great. you. Thank you for squeezing us in. I know you had a very busy yeah. uh, day today, and I know <laughs> that everybody's coming at you from different directions on this, and hmm. I really appreciate you getting us in. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yes, have a great night, guys. All right. All right. Hey, take go, Briley. Go, you. Thank you so you. much. You have a good one. <laughs> Thanks, you too. Right. Bye. 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 You know, I know where she's coming from. When Dexter escaped, I did all sorts of interviews. You know, I, I had uh, the radio show in the morning. I had Jesus two Christ. TV shows in the evening. Not long after that, Inside Edition contacted us. So, you know, I think we're both kind of on the same page here about fighting for people's rights. You know, Dexter's right to come in the house uh-huh. when we're gone. Yeah. And trans rights. Dude, yeah, you guys aren't really the same at all. But but we both guys, went viral. Guys, yes. <laughs> guys, hey, we are having a huge week, by the way. 
Um, this is another another episode, which, by the way, thank you so much for Courtney for coming on and telling Bradley's story. Um, our trends on Facebook right now are way up. Our downloads are up. Yes, thank um, you. Things are turning around. A lot new, a lot more page followers. Our reach is growing and growing. Thank you so much. Please continue to get us to a thousand, where we will have another raging party coming your way. DJ Keys, or is it no? Jenny, play me out. Don't forget to visit trytopodcast.com or look for the boys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Try to Podcast. And for God's sake, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's literally the least you can do, and it goes a long way to help the show. So next week is New Orleans. Next week's New Orleans. I'm bringing the equipment down. Yes, we're going to record New Orleans. And we're going to record New Orleans. We're going to have our ladies with us. They're probably going to be drunk and they'll probably hop on. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, We've put a, a little bit of a hold on our uh, finding the best pizza in KC because we've gotten busy with the whole comedy thing. Yes. But we're probably going to have some pizza down there oh, we're in going New Orleans to. that we're going to review. And we will do a best pizza when we return from New Orleans mm-hmm. before. And then we'll do one pizza a month from that point on. But I yeah. just got to stick to my eating. I, 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 And nobody take me up on my eating challenges on TikTok. TikTok yeah. is full Lame. of some weak ass motherfuckers, for real. <laughs> but I'm going to say this right now, and I mean this 100%. No cats in libraries. Right? I mean, I feel like that's obvious. Uh, I think so. That was a cool story.